Hi, thanks for tuning in to Fairy Tale Science, where we explore the physics in children's stories and take a look at the friction in fiction. I'm Kevin, your host and primary researcher. Joining me is our storyteller and our co-host, Kay. Hi there. We love reading to our kids, but a lot of these stories are scientifically dubious at best. So follow along as we break down our childhood misconceptions about the world around us and have a fun look at what would happen if these stories took place in our universe. In today's episode, we'll take a look at The Paper Bag Princess by Robert Munch. But before we get into the book itself, Kevin, why don't you tell us a little background of how this all started? <laughs> right. So I was sitting reading to our, our kids, that's T and Remy, they're three and one respectively, and I'm flipping through The Paper Bag Princess and it's just, it's preposterous. And we'll get into that in a second. And it really struck me that these stories are based on myth and, you know, magic, when in reality there is a science behind it that could be applied. Why can't we be teaching our kids how the world actually works at the same time? That's probably mainly because of my, my background in engineering. I prefer math and science, and physics was my favorite subject. I like to know why things work and how they work. And when you take something and say, oh, but it's magic, you know, I, I get a little twinge in the back of my back of my neck. You, on the other hand, Kay, you have a, a background in communication, and it's interesting to see the, the difference there because you prefer that story, the flow. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you can drop me in the middle of a magical universe and tell me that the animals talk and that pigs fly, and I will never question that. I will just live in that world and be happy there. So when you started asking these questions, when we were reading these stories to our kids, I thought that it was a really interesting rabbit hole to fall down and see where we end up. So today's story is The Paper Bag Princess by Robert Munch. So that's a Canadian story. And for those of you who need a refresher on it, the story begins with a young prince and princess they're in love, they're going to get married, and a dragon comes, burns down the castle, and carries off the prince, leaving the princess to become the heroine of the story. She finds a paper bag that was not burnt. Magic. <laughs> yes, that is not the scientific question we are answering today, um, and goes to rescue her prince. Uh, she meets the dragon and uh, instead of fighting the dragon, she flatters the dragon and asks him to perform a series of tasks. One of those tasks being, I bet you could fly around the world really quickly and the dragon flies around the world in five seconds as right. the story goes. Right. So I gotta, I gotta stop you there. So that was the first thing, the first red flag there. I don't mind dragons. That's fine. Magical being, whatever. But we're talking about going around the Earth in five seconds. So the Earth has a circumference of about 40,000 kilometers. It's 40,075 kilometers exactly. So, so our villain will have to accelerate to about 8,015 kilometers per second instantly. That's Mach 23,367.35. Now that's okay. Like I said, dragons are a magical being, so its brain has evolved to be tethered within its skull, so it's not going to shoot out its tail when it takes off at that <laughs> speed. Like it's that the dragon itself 
Got it. I'm not going to argue Okay, that. wait, but I don't have a context for things that go that fast. So what goes 8,000 kilometers a second like? Uh, like a spaceship? No, nothing. There's nothing that goes that <laughs> fast. Light obviously travels that fast. Um, much faster than that, actually. But this is... So like a commercial airliner that you might get on a 747 uh, tr- travels at about Mach 0.8. Okay, and what's the dragon going? 23,367.35. It's just unbelievably... <laughs> a fighter jet maybe gets to Mach 4, the Saturn V rocket, which is the fastest thing that we have ever made. Hum- mankind has never traveled faster than the Saturn V rocket. Mach 8. Like... So we are at such another level of mm-hmm. speed that it's incomprehensible. But that's okay. Dragons are magic. They can fly that fast. Got it. Sadly, air is not magic. Air has properties and consistencies that, that it has to live by. So the dragon takes off, but sadly poor Elizabeth gets pushed into this now dragon-shaped void that's created as he disappears along his journey. Wait, uh, what do you mean push? Wouldn't she like just be sucked into the the hole? Okay, so that's a bit of a misnomer, a misconception where nothing can actually be sucked. Air moves from high pressure to low pressure. So the air around the vacuum or the, the void would be pushed into that hole and it, it would push Elizabeth along with that. Okay, is she okay though? Like this air pushing her? I mean, she'd be taken off her feet. The wind would be knocked out of her lungs. She'd kind of find herself flung into the air and dazed a little bit. And when she gets back to the ground, she's a bit breathless. And she realizes the horrible, terrible mistake that she's made. Fortunately, she won't be burdened with that knowledge for too long. Because she's about to be vaporized in the explosive, concussive force of the air trying to get out of the way upon the dragon's return. About five seconds later. Oh my goodness, that took a dark turn. That is not the story I think we should read our kids. But if if I may interpret the scientific data here, the scientifically accurate version of the story would be Elizabeth challenging the dragon to show off his skill. But since Elizabeth understands the laws of dynamics, she doesn't challenge him to a speed test, but instead asks him to recreate a Pinterest dessert. But before the dragon can nail it, he gives up exasperated, lays down on the couch, and binge watches RuPaul's Drag Race. I think I like this version just as much as the original. Yeah, it's, it's probably a good idea to leave this one in the realm of magic. But if you enjoyed that yarn, please be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Fairytale Science Podcast. And if you want to see the math from this episode, head over to fairytalescience.ca. Join us this season as we take a deeper read into the physics behind some of the most famous fairy tales. We're answering questions such as, how much bread could the little red hen actually make with a single grain of wheat? How hard would a cow have to jump to clear the moon? And how much damage could a wolf do if it tried to blow down a house like in The Three Little Pigs? Thanks for listening. Be sure to check back next episode when we find out, could the prince actually use Rapunzel's hair to climb the tower?